Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins losing to Montreal, the playoff push, and also, what's up with Jar? Let's get after it. The Pittsburgh Penguins fall in regulation to the Montreal Canadiens 6-4. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Montreal Canadiens defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-4 in regulation. And I want to make that note because I really thought this game was going into overtime, which if we got a point, I would have been okay with. But... The Penguins do fall uh, to the Montreal Canadiens. Josh, first thoughts off the dome. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Uh, There was a stat that they threw out there at the end that this is the first time that we've been, uh, the season series has been swept by the Montreal Canadiens since 03-04. So that's cool. Love that. Um, And then, you know, just overall play not a great game and that was one of my concerns going into tonight I kind of assumed we were going to win I did kind of chalk up two points for us uh but uh, you know we just we fell to the trap game essentially that's exactly what it was it was a trap game we fell for it and I'm not happy about it because I thought we I thought I thought we were better than that, so a little disappointed that that's that's the outcome for tonight. I don't I have like no comments on the overall play. I mean, the first like I mean I literally turned it on, and then Gensel scored. Like, well yeah, I, was, I mean he scored was, really quick. Yeah, I thought really I was quick. I was like oh man I'm like I'm kind of late, and then I turned it on. I'm like wow thank God I wasn't any later, because that was that was quick, and I mean. I loved it. I the jump, I loved that. Like, get out in front. It's it's Montreal. They just came off of a uh, loss to I believe it was Tampa yesterday. Like, just just get after them. But then yeah. I don't I don't know what happened. Let up four in a row, all in the first. The last, the fourth one. What was it? Like eight seconds left in the first period. I just 11 I, seconds left. 11 seconds. Oh, three seconds. 
I just I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, Jari is pulled for the second. Yeah. Because he let up four in the first period. And then just I mean, we made our way back. Cool. Tied it. Four four. Good job, guys. But, but then that was the third. It. That was, that was got it. a whole other period. And they friggin' couldn't couldn't produce anything. It was it was one of those games where you know how the coach always says, Hey, we got we and I'm not making fun of Mike Sullivan, I'm just imitating him here, where he goes, Hey, you know, we really gotta we got we gotta take every game that comes our way and we gotta focus on it, right? Every yeah. coach says that, but this is exactly what Mike Sullivan said about the Montreal game. And the Penguins definitely were like, hey, well, this is an easy two points here. Let's just focus on New York. And it clearly showed. I think they got a jump on, like you said, in the beginning, Gensel scored. And then Malkin scored. Hey, we're up 2 nothing, baby. We're up. This is it. Let's ride this win. Let's keep on scoring. Keep on laying it in on them. But the Penguins will do what the Penguins do best. And bad defense and bad puck play lead to opportunities for the opposition. And look what happened. The Penguins definitely shot themselves in the foot in this game. The first two periods, I guess, was okay. Well, actually, sorry. For the second period and the first five minutes of the first. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, we came back in the second. Really proud of the guys to do that. But as we all know, there's three periods in hockey. You gotta complete the job. It's four-four. Don't get comfortable. Keep on adding pressure. We didn't even score in the third period. No. We didn't even score, which was baffling. And, we pulled and, the goal. Oh, oh go ahead. No, I was just I was just going to say just one thing I was just going to say was that and it also seems like our scoring chances weren't great chances. No, like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, oh, they were just inches from scoring there. Like it was like they had. A I mean, chance. it did a couple of times that happened. Like I would say a couple of times, like twice. But, that, but that's what I mean. Like, that's it. Yeah, there was definitely not setting up in the play uh, in the zone, setting up a play. I don't know. I just don't think the Penguins cared. I mean, that's not fair. Uh, I don't think the Penguins played like a playoff team. I just don't but think. Here's that's here's what, what happened. They played down to their competition. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they did. They said 100%. it's Montreal. We don't have to play as hard as we would against the Rangers. We'll play. You know, half effort, and that's what absolutely and uh, yes, and it costs it costs you two points, but it also costs you two starting defensemen. I was literally about to talk about that. So before you guys get on our case and say, but Louis, we had two injured players, and it was dismissed, and Jari had a bad night. So like, these are some of the losses you expect in the season. Yes, you're absolutely right. Maybe in the month of December and January. Not now. This is not the time to do that. Now, the injuries, okay, we're down to four defensemen. 
But we still got our better defensemen. No offense to Petrie and Ruda, who got hurt. But we have Dumoulin. Oh, sorry, I led off with Dumoulin. Whoa. First name that came Whoa. to mind. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, you belong at the bottom of that list. You got Latang. Uh, you got um, P.O. Joseph. You Patterson. got Pedersen. And you got Dumoulin. Those are the four you had left. I mean, that's top of our pairings. But I will say, I last episode, I was on here questioning why P.O. Joseph was healthy scratches over Kulikov. Now you know. I, I, now I see it. Now you know. Hey, listen. I listen. I like P.O. Joseph. Me too. I apologized to him earlier in the season. Yes, you did. And that apology has not gone forgotten has not been forgotten okay but now i i'm trusting mike solvin more and more these days people are questioning his methods with carter and dumoulin and um grandland and all these young guys that are not playing like po joseph and o'connor and nylander and all these guys right did you see the clutch play that happened with P.O. Joseph where he pinched in a little, like a lot, mm-hmm. left the guy wide open for a breakaway? That's rookie mistakes. Yeah. And guess what? In a close game like tonight, that can't fly. Because I, if, if we know anything about Mike Sullivan is he has a high standard. And he he's going to say, you can't let that happen. That is the reason why you've been a healthy scratch. And guess what? I wouldn't be surprised in New York if our guys get healthy. He's not starting on Thursday. He's not. Ooh. If if our guys are healthy, like well, if, but Kulikov will not. Kulikov will not because he oh. is he is week to week to week with Benino. They're both. I know. Week to week. He's still got Chad in the bank, boys. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're going to be starting Chad over Poj. Well, if now again, if Petrie and Ruda are are healthy. back, I'm saying are back. Okay, yeah, which I doubt. Things things off. have to align. Yeah, Ruda looked pretty shaken up. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say if things align correctly, Ruda, Petrie, all back. Is this the time you bring back Chad? I can't. I can't. I'm going to say kind of because you could kind of argue if that goal didn't happen, we may have been in a better situation. And I'm not yeah. saying Keo Joseph is the reason why we lost. There was a lot of factors, like, you know, number 35 in net. But my point is that he didn't help us out to win. And that's where you have to look. And as a coach, you have to look at your roster and say, who has helped us win? And P.O. Joseph did not help us win today. That's all I'm going to say. Just like eh, Chris Letang at the end kind of gave away an empty net. That's a slap on the wrist for Chris Letang. Go ahead. Talk about that. Because that's a great point. Well, I'm just saying like, hey, there's there's some bad mistakes that are happening with our guys that have caused us to lose or to be put in situations where we're going into overtime where we shouldn't have. Malkin making mistakes. 
okay? And if you're going to say Malkin's been producing, it's only because Jason Zucker is on his line. If Jason Zucker is not on his line, Malkin would not be producing as much as he is. Also, Keat tonight, for prime example, where was on a power play for five seconds before he tripped up a player on purpose. Like, it wasn't like a, oh, whoopsie. It was definitely like, get out of here. I'm trying to get the puck. Dude, you can't do that. You just can't. You're a top star in the team. We're on a power play. We're losing this game currently. You cannot afford to make mistakes like that. Chris Letang gives it away. Empty netter. You see that. Passes on the first line. Not connecting as a breakout. You gotta do better. And as a coach, Mike Sullivan has to look at the roster and say, how do we put the best guys on the ice for us to succeed to win the game? And I truly believe, like I said, I'm following his way more and more because because P.O. Joseph screwed the pooch on that play. It wasn't like, oh, there was nothing he could have done. He was hand-tied. Oh, the guy just had a great shot. No, he misjudged. He misplayed. He was not. That That was me. That was a stooge out there playing defense. Okay? Now, P.O. Joseph is a great, talented hockey player. And I believe that he has a spot here on the Penguins. But not right now. Because he is, I don't know, is he too young? Is he too immature in his game? Not talking like out of in real life. I don't know. Yeah. Not immature in his game. I don't know. That's Mike Sullivan's call. Now you think he it, has you, been a help. Go ahead. Do you think it could be a mental thing where he was just scratched for two, two a healthy scratch for two games and it's messing with his? Well, let me ask you. A question, Josh. If you were given an opportunity after a couple weeks of being on the bench, wouldn't you want to prove yourself? And I felt like he was. This is this is kind of my argument, my counter argument to what you're saying with P.O. P.O. Joseph. I felt like he was trying. Oh, hard. I saw him pinch multiple times. Though. Yes, he was trying. And him so trying hard. to be that offensive defenseman that everyone has been looking at him to be and hoping that he is and i believe he he had somewhat some good opportunities but when it mattered most he fell short yeah and one person also fell short greatly tonight and that's and i don't mean to jump all over so if you you want to talk about stuff correct me and and redirect but feel free Tristan Jari. Man, the first goal he gave up, I was like, okay, whatever. It's the beginning of the game. It's 2-1. Whatever. But then he let another one in. And then another. And then 11 seconds left to go in the first. He let in another. Uh, you know, my mind says, he, he's got to go. Like, not like he, he, he can't do this now obviously Tristan Jari once again he has a spot on the Penguins it's the same thing as P.O. Joseph and I'm not trying to say that Tristan Jari needs to get shipped out but when the moment matters we need players on the ice 
to win us games. This was an easy two-point game for the Penguins. Easy two points. Who did we lose to in overtime a couple games ago? It was Thursday. Islanders. It was Islanders. It wasn't the... We're up 4-1. 4-1, went into overtime, we lost the game. Here we are again. We were up 2-0, and we cannot capitalize on the game. Jari fell short. And I'm going to tie in the defense in with Jari because goalie is only as good as the the shots coming at him and the, the people getting blocked away. I have seen our defense giving up on plays, following one man around the net when you should have been staying in front. But then yet again, you can make the counter argument that a goalie's job is to stop the puck no matter what the defense is doing. So I, I, I honestly believe where I'm at right now, today, March 14th, I'm concerned about Tristan Jari. He is constantly hurt. He is clutch in games that don't matter. And then he is not clutch when we need him in big games, like big, important games. Okay, not just like televised games and I'm talking big, big games. But then to add insult to injury, the dude also loses a game like today, which is like, dude, this is your time to shine. Prove to us that you're Tristan Jarn. You're the you're our QB one. You're our franchise goalie. Prove to us. And he didn't. In fact, Casey DeSmith has looked better than Tristan Jari in the last two games he's played than Jari has been since he came back from his injury. And I I don't care what you say, that is a fact. Tristan Jari has been outplayed by his backup. And listen, I I don't think Casey DeSmith has a spot here on the Penguins after this season. I think he could go find a job somewhere else and all the power to him. I think he's a talented goalie. I just don't think he's the right fit for us. But Tristan Jari has been falling short. I think that's a fair fair, uh, statement. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, going into this week, like, you know, because we've been hyping up this week because we're playing the Rangers three times, blah, blah, and then you just sprinkle in the Canadians. I was kind of banking on Casey DeSmith getting the start tonight because I was thinking, hey, Montreal Canadiens, you know, bottom five mm-hmm. of the league, you know, give give uh, Jari, a, you know, an extra night's rest so that when we get to Madison Square Garden, you know, he'll have both both of those games. Yeah. But then when he got the start, I was like, OK, well, like, what could be the reasoning behind this? And then, you know, I sat there and like, a, you know, a loser sports fan, uh, you know, you try to dive into the the brain of your team's head coach. And I was thinking <laughs> he was hurt multiple. Oh, actually, just he's been he's been hurt. OK, and he's missed a lot of games. Sure. So is he still trying to get his 
game feel, game speed back. And if that's the case, yeah, he needs reps. He needs shots. He needs to be in net. So, okay, all right, fine. I can see this. And, you know, we have a day off between each of the games this week. So that's usually, you know, enough time for a starting goaltender to bounce back after a game and start again two days later. No problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, starting to see this. And then you think about all the Casey DeSmith games and, you know, how when he's hot, he's hot. He's at the top of the mountaintop. And then when he's cold, he's, you know, bottom of the valley. Like, it is bad. So oh, yeah. it, it's like, you know, kind, kind of do you want one of those games, you know, do you want to chance it, you know, going into back-to-back with New York? But then you get tonight and it's like, holy crap, like, like, Sullivan is like now like it's the worst case scenario. You put in Jari hoping that he's going to, you know, get his game reps and he just, you know, blows it. Just. Yeah. Just, just and now perform. did here's the uh, card. Sorry. Keep on going. Do you no, Yeah. I was just going to say, just going to follow up, but just saying, and then Casey Smith goes in and does a half decent job. Like, you know, like kind of what you mentioned, pretty much on par with what he's done the last two uh, starts that he had. So I don't mm. know. It, it's tough. And it, like you said, to start it off, the the team's got a huge decision to make at the end of this year. You know, we, we talk about it a, a few episodes ago. Hextall, if he is our general manager or whoever will be our general manager, Mm-hmm. Needs to sign Jason Zucker. Sign the number one. Whatever he wants. Give it to him. Yeah, whatever he wants. Yeah. But the 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 other big question mark, which probably going into the season was probably the number one priority, was re-sign Tristan Jari. But now that's that that's the biggest question mark of all. Do we re-sign him? If we do. Mm-hmm. You, we better have a a a one B backup. If he's going to be your one A, you have a one B. And and I'm sorry, like you said, Casey to Smith. You know we've we've watched him for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Long time now. He is not a one B. He's a questionable two. Yeah. You know, like. What do they? I don't know if they still have it on NHL. I haven't noticed, but like you know, like back in the day, they had a fringe starter, AHL, yeah, starter, yeah. those types of titles on a uh, on a goalie. I it, I would classify him as Casey DeSmith as an AHL starter, and I would do at this point Casey DeSmith as well, I mean no, uh, Tristan Jari as a Tristan fringe Jari, starter. Yeah. Because yeah, I think you can't like because like honestly I was sitting there when I saw that Casey DeSmith was getting the goal. I mean Tristan Jari was getting the starting goal, thinking, okay, we're gonna ride our guy as long as he's got rest one day between a game. As long as it's not a back to back, sounds like Tristan Jari is gonna be our guy throughout until our season is over. Right. Whether, like however long we're in the playoffs, he's gonna be our guy. And now right. after tonight, I mean, sure, I may be jumping the gun here off of one performance 
against the Montreal Canadiens. But that's my point. It's the freaking Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, this should have been a win. Done ranting. No, no, no. It's good. Uh, before I ask you a question, let me just rattle off some stats here. Usually you're the stat person, but yeah. I'll give it a shot here. Hit me. Here's how Casey dis- uh, I keep on s- confusing them. Tristan Jari. Okay. Here is how Tristan Jari has been since he has returned from his injury, which I believe was late December. Okay. No, that's not accurate. No, that's not accurate. No, no, no. This is late December. Um, he's been five and seven and has been pulled three times. His save percentage is 0.888. And his goals against is 3.53. Now, with that information, Josh, first of all, not good. Okay, for those people who don't understand the percentages, that basically means he's letting in an average of above three goals a game. He is not saving at least one goal. <laughs> he's not saving. Um, he's just not saving. He should be at one point nothing. Like if you're saving 1.0, you're doing a great job. Uh, and... Right? Yeah, I think that's the best way to explain that. If you're 1.0, you're doing a good job. I, you're doing a, f- a phenomenal job. You're, 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 no one's because, scoring on you. Yeah, I don't, I, I think the leader right now is like cl- actually closer to two. So, in the, in the NHL. So, um, my point is, yeah, you, you want to strive for one. 1.89 by uh, Linus Olmark. Oh, man, that's phenomenal. But, okay, so Jari is all the way at 0.888, okay? Not good. Uh, Wait, no, save he's, pers- at, he's at three. You're talking no, about goals against. No, goals against. It, I'm talking about save percentage. Oh, save percentage. My apologies. Save percentage. Yeah. You want to be higher. You want to be one is perfect. One is perfect. You haven't let in a single goal. Yeah, you want to you want to be at you want to be at point nine, which essentially is ninety percent. All these you're, uh, yeah. decimals. you're letting in some yeah. goals, but I was gonna say I was like, how can he be two when you were yeah. saying Sorry, he's at one point nine? I was like, Man. I thought you were talking about goals goals against. My apologies. You no know, goals against. He's letting in about four goals a game. Not good. Uh, save percentage. Sorry for that little rant there and the confusion, but it's so with that stats being said, mm-hmm. not good stats. You put in Jarian against New York on Thursday. Yeah. Without it, without a doubt. I think so. I think so. I feel You're, like there is a question the coaching staff has to ask. It's it, here's the thing though. You start him the first game in Madison Square Garden. If it's bad. You go with you go with the Smith for game two. I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. But I but I can also see the argument where you start the Smith because Jari played so poorly this game. So you just you want to give him a break until he plays on Saturday. But at the same time, I feel like he needs the bounce back. Give him the bounce back, like quick, a quick bounce back. Give it to him. But it's not. It's Tuesday. Oh, no, yeah, and he's playing Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. That's what I, I mean. how time works. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, by the time he goes to bed, it's going to be Wednesday. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's going to want to forget Tuesday ever happened. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that's a question that comes up in the coaching room where it's like, do we start Casey Smith? Now, I'm not saying he's a solution for the rest of the year. I'm just saying as of right now with what we see from Tristan Jari, is that a question in Sullivan's mind of who's starting? And I feel like it has to run through his mind. Yeah. Like you just said, yes, like without hesitation. But I feel like there is a bit hesitation on Sullivan. Sure. And I think that's 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 fair. But that's also like my thought process is like you give him the the quick bounce back. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's and, fair. Uh, I just want to point out that Tristan Jari did not come back in late December. It was when like did he come back? Mid February. That's what I thought. Cause that didn't seem right. Because it, I believe it was against the Islanders. If I, I know it was a big game that he came back for. So I want to say it was the it was either it was one of the two games against the Islanders in mid mid February. I could look it up real quick. No, for sure. Sure. Yes, it was the uh, it was February twentieth. Uh, home against the Islanders, which the Islanders won four to two. Oh, the Islanders won, so they're tied. Oh no, against no. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sorry. I wasn't fully paying attention there and I honestly thought you said the Islanders won tonight and I was like, oh no. Yeah. They tied in the, the No, stadium. they don't they don't play until ten o'clock tonight, the Islanders. So which that would lead us into the next The next segment here, the playoff segment, push. Playoff Josh. push. Which yeah, this is I all mean, you I was super pumped after that Rangers win and how we're going to catch up to the Rangers. Yeah, we were talking. This is a cup team. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Lord. Uh, Amazing. Well, one loss, one loss to the Rangers would do to you. I mean, to the Montreal Canadiens would do to you. Montreal Canadiens. It's these original six teams that just ruin us. So tonight we lost. So we stay at 78 points. Okay. 67 games played. Rangers played tonight. They won. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They won. (laughs) So what was a six-point difference between us is now eight. And they are also at 67 games played, so we don't even have, like, a benefit of, like, uh, games in hand against them. But the other team of the Big Apple, the New York Islanders, they are playing tonight at 10:30. So, as we're recording, like we don't even we don't even know the result yet. But they're still at 76 at this moment. So if they win, who are they playing? Who are they playing? I believe they are playing the uh, Kings. Kings. Oh, oh yeah, we talked yes, about that on, on yeah, because they can trip uh, you up Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But if they win, man, if they win, we in trouble. <laughs> 
That's going to be tough. Listen, I said it. We needed to win this game to put ourselves in, hopefully, a two-game jump from the Islanders. If the Kings beat them. Okay, all depends if. But now, if the Kings beat the Islanders, we're still a game. Okay? Not good, though. Now, if the Islanders win... Not good. <laughs> they tie it up. Sorry, I yawned there. Oh, it's okay. Um, but uh, hey, it's not good for the Penguins if the Islanders somehow magically come back. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not liking where we're at, Josh. Yeah, and it also, it, it gets interesting because now it's just a battle of positioning. Now, if, like, I understand the way that the playoff – uh, seedings will work. Okay, so like the second wild card position would play Boston the first round, nice. and then the first wild card position would play the leader of the Metropolitan Division, which currently mm-hmm. is the Carolina Hurricanes. Which a part of me is kind of like, yo, give them to me because one of their oh, guys, Carolina. one of their guys. Oh yeah, the main guy just got hurt today. Yeah, he just had surgery. He's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, but so part, sure part of me is like, we just need to we, we just need to hold on to this spot, and Carolina needs to hold on to their spot. They got the Devils right on their their tail. Man, the, the, this playoff push is getting wild. It's getting too close uh, too close for comfort. Especially, especially with uh, with the Panthers right there at seventy three. If they get hot with these last, you know, fourteen games, never know. You never know, man. And like that's it. Like I mean, we're down to under fifteen games. Like, oh, it's, it's a stretch. It's 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 years. It's, it's coming down to the wire, and I don't like that. Can the Penguins just please, for the love of God, just win out? Like, that would make my dreams come true. Let us win out, okay? These last 15 games, win out. We take the third spot in the Metropolitan Division. And then we just coast. Because who would we play if we're in the third spot? I, I Again, like, I'm not exactly sure how, like, the— Devils? the seedings work if if it's my proper understanding it would be the devils yeah i take that i I take that Mm -mm. nope really devils in the playoffs yeah okay so it's either the devils josh the hurricanes the bruins yeah or the rangers who are we taking i don't think we would play the rangers in the playoffs but of, of like first round like I would, I would honestly love the Carolina Hurricanes at this point. I feel like they're they just became a dark horse because, because of that every, injury. Because of that everyone's going to be yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Everyone's going to be like, nah, they're out, and then all of a sudden they're going to go to the cup this yeah. year, and and like you know just magically they're going to win it for their boy. But I don't, I don't know. I I wouldn't want to play them because yeah. now they have something to prove. Whereas Boston, I feel like, is the... So there's always a weak link, no. and there's always a dark horse. 
as of right now, the dark horse is either New Jersey or, uh, but they're not really a dark horse. I guess they're just yeah. favorites. Um, good. So dark horse would stay Carolina and Tampa. And, I, I feel like people are writing off Tampa, and it's like, I think rightfully so. People are writing no off Tampa. No chance. Hundred percent, Josh. They're nothing. Nothing. We would defeat them. We, Josh, we beat them in our our series this year. I don't care. We own Tampa Bay Lightning. No one cares about Tampa Bay. I, I trust Tampa. Nope. I, I'll give me them first round. Actually, you know what? Give me them first round. Let's coast into the cup. Give us... All right. You know, all right. Hockey gods, let this happen, okay? We play Tampa first round. <laughs> then give us the Carolina Hurricanes the second round. <laughs> and I, then I give just... us... The Boston Bruins in the Conference Final. I just I just looked some some stats up because like my thing is in the playoffs, it comes down to goaltending. You don't wanna play uh Olmark? In the top seven goalies in goals against you have Vasilevsky two... and nope. Olmark. You have Olmark number one. Yeah. Of Boston Bruins. Number three. You have uh, Anti Ranta from the Carolina Hurricanes. Number and then five. Vitacek? No. Number. F- listen, I'm just listening these four guys. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So, Olmark one, Ranta three, five is Swayman, the Boston Bruins backup. Oh, gosh. And number seven is Frederick Anderson, the Carolina Hurricanes backup. I want nothing to do with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> they have. This is what we were just talking about in the previous section, talking about Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith. And what we need is a 1A and 1B. These two teams have a 1A, 1B. Well, just to prove your point, who did we have as our tandem to win back-to-back cups? Flurry and Matt Murray. Yeah, and when Murray played well, he's, he's literally, if I had to pick one goalie in history to mimic Jim Craig, where it's like, you know, Mike uh, Mike Sullivan. It's like um, what Herb Brooks, uh, he goes, oh, we're starting Jim Craig. And he goes, what? You know, people said his game has been off since his, de- uh, his, his mom died. And he responds, you ever see him when his game is on? <laughs> that is Matt Murray, okay? Yeah, That's Matt Murray to a T. You ever see him when his game's on? That dude yeah. is unstoppable, all right? And that is literally how we won the cup with two goalies. So... Josh, are you saying it's either the Carolina Hurricanes or the Boston Bruins this year who's going to win the cup? I, if it, Let me just say it this way. If the Bruins do not, it's a waste of a historical season. Wow, so you're saying it's winter bust for Boston. 100%. How do you not? Yeah, that, I mean, that is true. What a, what a like phenomenal season you had. Phenomenal. Like, Honestly, we're probably never going to see uh, like a, a win-loss record like this, you know, in a very long time. I'm not going to say ever again, but like sure. we haven't seen it in what it was like, what, 50 years? They're on pace for that record, like uh, for over 50 years. If they do that, I mean, you you got to you you got to. And when you have two goalies like this, Swayman and Olmark, I mean. With all the stats that Allmark has, if he doesn't win the Vesna, the 
friggin' yeah. voters are skewed. They're probably gonna give it to like Shesterkin. <laughs> God no. But anyway, I think that's perfect. So we got we got hey, it's a close race coming up. Who do you think we're gonna play? Leave let us know in the comments below. Um, I honestly think it might be um, the Boston Bruins for the first round. That's my prediction. But you guys need to let us know in the comments. That'll do it for this episode. Josh, where can these lovely people find us, interact with us? You name it. Yeah, number one, Twitter. That's yeah. the go-to. We're there. Uh, even when we're at work, we're tweeting. Oh, you better we believe got you. We got I am you wasting time at work yes. on Twitter. Especially during the – oh, you should – okay, really quick tidbit about this. During the trade deadline, my boss walked in <laughs> while I was working. Okay, I'm a graphic designer for those who don't know. And I'm working, and he comes to, like, talk to me about a project. And all of a sudden, I interrupted him. And I said, hold on. And I looked at my phone because there was a Twitter update from Friedman. And I was like, it's it's got to be Pence, right? <laughs> and it wasn't. And he goes, what? Oh, what's wrong? I said, nothing. I thought the Pens made a trade. And the <laughs> face he made was priceless. But you better believe we tweet at work. Yeah. So that is the go-to. Find us there for sure. Interact with us. Tweet at us. Um, we're love to interact with you. And then to listen to our podcast, wherever you're already listening to us, okay? And while you're there, just make sure you subscribe. Leave a comment, a review, whatever that platform offers. Just ask that you just do that for us. And if you really want to, if you really want to help us out, okay? How do they really want to help us out, Jack? Whatever platform you're on, go to the other one. If you're on Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts. Just, uh just subscribe that's it you don't have to listen just subscribe then hop on over to iHeartRadio. subscribe amazon amazon subscribe great five stars just hop around much appreciated it doesn't have to be the platform you listen to us on keep listening to wherever you listen to us but just hop around leave some likes reviews uh um subscribe all that fun stuff you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a challenge out there, Josh. You ready for this? First person, okay, first person to go leave a five star review with words, okay. I want to see an actual review on Amazon Podcasts for the Penguins Collective Podcast. First person to do leave a positive review, a five star, gets a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. Throwing that out there. Can it be me? No, can't be you, Josh. <laughs> All right? We'll get in contact with you. But you need to leave a five-star positive review on Amazon. Again, an Amazon gift card. You, you just got yourself a $25 Amazon gift card. Fair enough. I think that's I fair. That's more than fair. It's generous. I would have said $5. <laughs> five stars, five dollars. Five stars, five dollars? No. Nah. Five stars, $25. But you got to be the first one, okay? Bruce is on. You got to be the first one. First come, first serve. Awesome. All right, well, that'll do it for tonight. All right, guys, we will be back on Thursday. New York Rangers, 
Madison Square Seven Garden. Seven o'clock, I'm pretty sure. The mecca of hockey. Not. No. Please. No, they have that saying for basketball, the mecca of basketball. But Is that what they say? Yeah, oh, Matt, well, losers Ma- over there. Madison Square Garden. Bing bong. Oh, yeah. There's such losers over there. You know what I will say? I'm, hot take. New York people think they own sports. Oh, yeah. I hate, hate it. that. Hate that. You think hate just that. because you live in an overpopulated city that you think you just magically own sports? But you, I think it's all your teams I think have it's a little stuff. more than that. I think it has, I think. It also has to do with like the over domination of the Yankees in like the early sports era. And it just carried over to all their other sports that they were just like, oh, well, the Yankees, you know, they ruled New York. New York just dominated after that. It's just like, get out of here, man. Like, come on. The arrogance of New York sports fans. Okay. Yeah. Abysmal. Also, let's stop pretending that people were Bills fans before Josh Allen. Just want to throw that out there. Just want to throw that out there, okay? Bills Nation wasn't that big before Josh Allen. Anyway, let's wrap this episode because we all know Pittsburgh sports, especially the Penguins. Patrick Peterson to the Steelers. Oh, just letting everyone know. As a Vikings fan, let me tell you, he's good. Congratulations. (laughs) Um, but go Penguins, right? This is a Penguins podcast, and the hockey's the best sport. Penguins, best team. Always. That'll do it for this episode. Josh, as always. Let's go, Pens.